Welcome to the Rec Room Podcast. My members gonna get in here and uh, we gonna get it going. I'm gonna load this music. AG. Hello. What's good? <laughs> in here. All right, I wasn't trying to let me load my music at first, but I think we good. With the rest of the members, all right. We got Trey. Trey, you yeah, not there. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, man. Hey, look, bro. Anytime <laughs> you say, hey, look, man. Hey, look, bro. <laughs> We's waiting we for you, here. man. We in here, baby. <laughs> we in this thing. Cash money, water. Let's rock. Let's rock. What's man. good with you? Bro, it's still blazing out here, man. It's like it's hot at night. It's, it's still it's still blazing. What's up with the air quality? What's, what's up with the air quality? Uh, Canada. I know. Canada, it's still, is it still Canada? It's Canada, bro. It's going to be Canada for a while. It's going to be Canada for a while? I yeah, got to check and see if, 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 if that shit is like still burning. You know what I mean? I don't know. It does look crazy outside. I didn't really notice until yesterday. I was walking the dogs and I seen them. Yeah, then they've been bro. canceling uh, practices and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, 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 but seriously, are, are they still blaming Canada though? Yeah, I haven't I even thought. seen nothing. Yeah. Still I ain't seen nothing, bro. And they still like, got beautiful air quality up in Canada, right now. Montreal in particular. I haven't okay. Seen nothing, well, I mean, bro. have you been there recently, uh, AG? Because you be in Canada like every other week. No, I haven't been you there. You been traveling, years, bro? I think. Oh, but you know, years. you know, they put out a list. And um and Canada was number one with the poorest air quality. I just really? saw that somebody yeah. posted that on, on Instagram. I can't rem- even remember. Man, they got lists not... for everything, don't they? They got lists for the best groups. Yo, best they do, rapper, bro. The worst air quality. Yo. What the fuck is wrong? Yo, but I mean, yeah, but 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 then okay, cool. So then you got to figure out why why is the air quality so bad in that area? Right. You know what I right. mean? Hello. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Who we got yes, in the sir. Yo. This okay. What What's up, up guys? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Hey. What's good? I ain't nothing. What? What up, Keller? Chilling, man. I don't know Chilling. where T Street's at, man. Man, yo, let me tell you something. If I, if I gotta hear about this guy with his sound one more time, he's stressed <laughs> out. Hey, you wanted to nah, talk? Man. Hey, listen. Hey, listen, man. Y'all only got to talk to me one time. For the first the of all, AG. First of all, AG. I'm not gonna put your business in the street. Okay, I hear you washing dishes. I hear you outside mowing the grass. That happened once. That happened once. One I was time. washing dishes. Just... Once. <laughs> <laughs> one time. You only... hey. Once. Hey, 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 hey Trey. Once. Yeah. I washed my once. dishes once. Yes. <laughs> yes. Once on the podcast. Once. You washed them once. once. Hey, bro. Bro. Hey. And he be washing dishes like loud. You know what I mean? Like he be banging pots. I mean, how you know do you mean? wash dishes? I mean, you right on the dishes. I wash dishes smooth. <laughs> you smooth you know with mean? the rubber gloves? I yeah, see with the rubber bro. gloves in the palm mollusk. <laughs> hey, hey, Darius, Darius has a cleaning person that comes in <laughs> and does this stuff for him. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he don't, he, I, I, I don't even know if he ever washed a dish in his life. You dig? Here we go. We got we got we got we, we got, got T Streets in the building. T. We in the house. Yo, 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 yo. Now we complete. What up, T? All right, so I, I I can start this music, man. Let's rock. Let's do. Let's get the thing going. <laughs>
What's good? Um, welcome to the Rec Room Podcast. Uh, this is episode number 21, so we made it. Uh, we made it past grown, 20, grown. right? And uh, the title of tonight's episode is uh, Dream Chasers. And uh, we're going to get into what it takes to uh, chase your dream. And, um, and we got a special guest who I'm going to introduce um, in a few minutes. I go by the name of E1. We got T Streets. Yep. Uh, we got Trey Philando. We got yeah. uh, AG. Hello. And then we got our special guest, uh, Darius, tonight, man. We want to welcome you to the room. Appreciate right? y'all for having what me. Up, Appreciate brother. y'all for having me. Thank you. Thank hey. you. Thank you. Live studio you audience. In the house. Yeah, man. You in the house. Yeah, man. So, uh, so we're going, we're going, uh, he has, has, has a book coming out, which is phenomenal. Absolutely. Um, and, um, and we're going, we're going to get into some questions and ask him about his journey. So this is going to be a dope part, man. But before we get into that, I know my guys are in the sports and mm-hmm. the latest thing that is happening in sports or the sports that, uh, that we've been paying attention to is the NBA draft. Right. Okay. And so the NBA draft, I think it was like last, Last Thursday. Last, yeah, last, last Thursday. And um, I'm going to just name the first 10 picks because there's only really one the two people that they've really been talking about. So uh, the, the San Antonio Spurs had the first pick. I think that um, the NBA is rigged because I don't yeah. understand how yeah. um, the Spurs got the first pick and it just happens to be that they're going to pick up a foreign player like they did with um, – Tony Parker. Uh, mm-hmm. Who else? Mono oh. Ginobili. Yeah, um, the whole little crew. So they that's end up getting Papa a, bitch goes, man. Right. So Papa that's bitch. a little, a little, a little Damn. weird to me. So the Spurs got set that shit up. Somebody <laughs> did. Somebody did. So number one pick was Victor uh, Webbyana. There it is. He's hey. supposed to be. <laughs> hey, look, yeah. And he's supposed to be the next thing beside. He's supposed to be the next Jordan, basically the next LeBron, the next Kobe. They have him already predicted to be a Hall of Famer. He's like wow. seven feet something. He's real slim, but he can shoot. He can pass everything. He's supposed to be the next, you know, the next big player, uh, a next generational player. We will see. The Hornets draft at number two. They draft Brandon Miller from Alabama. Uh, the Blazers draft Scoot Henderson from the G League. Now a lot of players uh, go to the G League to kind of get their game up, Scoot. and um, and they get drafted that way. So Scoot Henderson, they saying that he's gonna be really good too. Scoot I seen highlights of him. Nice, bro. Yeah, yep. he seemed like he, I believe he, he that. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yep. On uh, number four, uh, the Rockets draft Amon Thompson. Uh, the Pistons draft Azor Thompson. The Magic draft His Anthony Black. Now look, I don't know. A lot of these players, I'm gonna be keeping real. I don't even really keep up with college like I used to, so I don't even know a lot of these players. I know like the first three, but after right. that, I don't. Number seven is T. Bilal. Go ahead. T. Yeah, now, T. Probably T, no. T's excellent with college, man. So after you run down the the top ten, T. Yeah, he can count like college yeah. football. Yeah. Like break it down. And where am I? Opaces got Bilal, uh, color Bali. The Wizards draft. I'm sure that's Jairus Walker. I'm sure, I'm sure who that's not how it's. Sure yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it go like that. I, 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 I was just gonna say the first name. I said I'm gonna give it a shot. So the Wizards draft um, Jairus Walker. He was traded to the Pacers, and uh, the Jazz were number nine. They draft Taylor Hendricks, and then at number ten, the Mavericks draft Casey Wallace. I don't know none of them. T, you know any of these these guys other than the first three? No, I don't watch college basketball anymore. Oh, he. 
He oh, like oh, okay. he watched college football. But let me break this down to you guys real, 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 real quick. The NBA is going to become the AAU. Huh. Period. What you it's, mean it's, by that? It mean it mean meaning that the rise of how Giannis had was drafted as a project. Giannis is just like these guys that are being drafted. That that the number four and five pick, those are brothers. They didn't even go to college. They were too like a uh Darius, what do you what do they what do they call like those schools like where they go like off um, it's, it's, it's 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 like the, a camp. Uh, it's like a yeah. uh, I'm trying to think of it, right? But it's not a it's college. It's like a pro pro league. Kind it's of. like a pro league, right? So, yeah. so because you have you have top ten college players that were in the tournament, in the final four. Some of these guys didn't even get drafted, but they drafted wow. the the guys off the athleticism. Like I was saying, on four the four and five pick, those guys have no offensive game. They 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 are raw. They are they are from that pro league, and even the coach was like he said that that the elephant in the room was that their offensive game still has to develop. So what's going on is you want positionless players. You just want athletes, right? So that's like Wimbenyama. This dude is seven foot 80. You talk about you trying to be a power forward, get your big ass down there under the damn uh, rim and stop nah, shooting he's going to be shots. shooting three. That's and what he's going to be bro, doing. Bro, you, you, you yeah, see what I'm saying? That, that Mark Jackson was right, and I'm going to stop. And I'm, I'm, Mark Jackson was right. Steph Curry has ruined the whole NBA. Everybody wants Steph to Curry. shoot. It was Steph Curry. It Steph Curry is the greatest shooter ever lived. That's more of a no, European no, way of playing. No, Steph, right. But no, right, it was but Steph, Steph, though. Steph I mean, he Curry didn't ruin the league, the but he's the one who got the players doing no, no, no. it, though. That's no, no, for no. sure. Right, but not not saying like it, he did it like in a bad way because he's so great, but it's only one Steph. You see what I'm saying? Right. So get your big, tall ass under there and get a rebound. What you playing, Paul? Trey, Get your Trey. big seven foot eight ass Trey. down there and grab a rebound. He weighs 180 pounds. Get He's like your 100 eight foot two. 180 pounds. Oh, but you know they said he said Just like that, a new um, boat. He said you know people been commenting saying I um, love like, my new boat. That's my man. Yeah, they've been saying that he needs to gain weight, and he told um, the reporters basically right. basically said that. Um, he doesn't have to gain weight, and the way his game is played, he's not gonna uh -oh. have to put on any weight. He's he not really is gonna get uh -oh. worried about uh -oh. gaining weight. Greg he is Popovich is not gonna like that. He's not gonna like. He's gonna that. have a target on his back. He I'm said he don't even want to play center, bro. He said he don't want to play. That's center. crazy, bro. He's, oh, he's gonna have a rough go at it. Uh, how You're are they calling feet. him a Hall of Famer? He hasn't played an NBA game. You know what the problem is? They get so hyped. Yeah, so because hyped it's about up. Money. Say, oh, this is this is gonna be the new wow wow. Listen, I'm about to sound old. If what happened to Zion? If this was because, the 90s, look, you, first of all, you gotta stay healthy there. in this game, and True. that's the whole trick. That's the whole trick. The reason I think we do need to clap for LeBron is because he stayed healthy. He's the you goal. Know, he put mm -hmm. the work in. He's he's for that generation. Him. For the Darius, generation. Darius said Jimmy. Darius said Jimmy's the. Darius said Jimmy is the. Is the goal. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy who? Hemi. Jimmy Buckets. Hemi. Hemi. Jimmy Buckets. Who? Hemi Buckets. He said he the goat. He said he the goat. He the he the goat of having heart, but he not. I don't think he the goat. Yeah, nah, nah. He's our generation AI. I love how everybody has their old representation of what goat means. He the goat of having heart. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have a chip. You can't pretty call yourself yeah, without pretty any much. Hey, yo, yeah. can, can somebody please get Dame Lillard off of the screen? Trade him. Listen, 
Vladimir Putin is putting together a Russian basketball team. Give him Dame Lillard. Give him, give him Dame Lillard. What was wrong give with him, Dame? Give him Dame. Nothing. Give him that damn James Harden. Give him the goddamn nah. Kyrie. Oh, he about to get him, traded too, though. Give him, give yeah, him Kawhi yeah. Leonard. Give him Kawhi. <laughs> and whoever the center going to be, give him, give him a center. But, yo, you know, these – what's up? Hey, 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 man, can I, can I uh, intervene real quick? Yeah, I'm going to say that um, – Damian Lillard is going to be the next Carmelo Anthony. Oh. They want to get oh, the money. No title. They want to get the money, and then they're going to get further down in their career, and they're going to win a title, and it's going to be too late. I don't even know yeah, if they're going to win a title, I, though. I think he he's so much on this loyalty thing. Um, mm-hmm. I get it that I get it that you want to stand tall um, and be different than everybody, but at the end of the day, once you nah. have the, you know the money – and the accolades that he has, what else is there to do but to get a championship? Mm-hmm. And I got, I got you. You don't want to join a super team, but it just seems like Portland is about to rebuild. He so should go I, to Miami. So I mean, I don't he see. He should talk a, to Pat Riley. Coming. He'll make it happen. Pat, Pat's a yeah. beast. He said Miami. Pat was trying to, to call, and the Portland guy wasn't taking his phone call. Yeah, look, Pat doesn't listen. Pat doesn't do well I, with nose. I know Pat's a my boss. He, he doesn't like do well with nose. Yo, he listen, does not man. do well with nose. Oh, listen, God. listen. He gets on Dame, that plane, bro. Dame need to go over to Golden <laughs> State. I'ma trade Clay for 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 Dame. That's it. Oh, that that'd be That's crazy. It. Did um wow? Did y'all watch the BT Awards? Yeah, 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 yeah. So look, so I think it was dope. Um, okay. In my opinion, the BT Awards was dope. The performances, uh, everybody did really well. Um. Quavo, you know, uh, well, there's a group called Amigos, for those who don't know, is one of the top 50 rap groups. And, and they had, a, um, and one of their members, Takeoff, <laughs> was killed uh, some months ago. And it was said that the other two members were beefing, which is um, Offset and uh, Quavo. And I don't know if that was real or if it wasn't, um, but they performed at the BT Awards and it was dope to see. Because mm-hmm. uh, if they were, it was just a good, it was a good thing to see. Also, yeah, that was dope. That was dope. Um, Patty the Bell uh, did the tribute. Okay. For, for Tina Turner. This now, when she was singing, she, she was saying nah, that the uh, the teleprompter. She was reading the lyrics, so she didn't memorize the lyrics. I'm gonna give her a pass. She almost eighty. Okay. okay. So maybe she go, don't. Eat. You know, maybe she don't really do the remembering lyrics. Mm-hmm. So. She's performing, and I guess either the teleprompter is not showing her the correct words, or she can't right. see it. And while she's right. singing, she's saying, "Hey, I can't see the words." And people are basically saying she gave a terrible performance. Nah. She not tripping. She said, "I did my best, and I love Tina Turner." And basically, y'all can kick rocks. And so, and so wow. and 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 she said, "I'm Patty LaBelle, and you not." Right. <laughs> and then she dropped the mic and, and walked off the stage. I, I'm kind of curious, though. Like, for her to be 80 years old and still, you know, reading a teleprompter, God bless, man. That's amazing. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, I that mean, font people. must have been hella large. You know how the older people have the font on their cell phones? Can you they imagine also, what that prompt, teleprompter looked like? Also said, they also said that, that, that it was obstructed as far as, like, her, yeah. like, people that, you know what I mean? I believe it. could have been tripods, whatever. But also, <laughs> I, blame, I blame the person that even asked her to do it. Because when, yeah. you, when when you saw the verses, she was forgetting her own words on verses. She yeah. was. You see what yeah. I'm saying? But but my yeah. thing is, I don't care. She fly. She she's 80. Still, she paid the belt. Yeah, she do whatever still. the hell she want. They should have yeah. got a, one of the young girls to, to do it. They should have Fantasia do it or something. Like yeah. That. Well, so you know so I get so I get yeah. both. You know, I get both perspectives. If you love Tina Turner and you 
looking yeah, for somebody course, to do the bro. tribute. Icon, of course. And then they kind of, you know, mess it up. You could yeah. feel away. But it's not like she purposely did it. I mean, she's not going to accept the job and no, then and then screw it up on purpose. So and she got yo, the patty. She pies. did her best. I mean, she, she almost got the patty. Pies. Pies, hey. Yo, yo, yo. What's yo. up, T? Listen, I hear oh, all this shit. bullshit y'all speaking. Fuck that. Patty, you're a legend. The legend. Don't don't come out here and mess up other legends' lyrics, especially one that just passed away. Okay, but she had to get shit, hired. I don't, Trey, let me talk. My mic fucked up. Go so ahead. You talk, you're not going to hear me. Go ahead. Patty, you did your, you, you tried to do your thing. You fucked up. We give all the young artists grief when they fuck up a legend's lyrics. She don't, she's not exude, uh, that I can't even think of the word, but she doesn't get exempt. a pass for the exempt. She's not exempt. She's not exempt with this. So fuck that, Patty. Bad. <laughs> Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. Have you ever heard the song You Are My Friend? Have you heard? Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard her sing with Michael McDonald? Hey, T, your mic actually sound pretty decent. It might sound good, but no, 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 no. Listen, we're talking about Pat the Bell here. She can do whatever the hell she wants. They should have had they should have had somebody else. They should have had her singing or something like that. What are the what are the new girls? She's amazing. Pat LaBelle, forget shit. She's 93 years old. AG said she's 93. I'm gonna forget some shit. If she was still fly though, she had the shoes on. She still looked good. Her hair was looking good. So Pat Bell went after that man, ate some damn chicken. She wasn't tripping over that. But but I do get the fact that it was a tribute to Tina, Tina Turner recipes, Tina Turner. But I just think that if you seen Patty having these issues with the words, I tell you who they should have got. Anita Baker. Let's go. Let's keep it moving. Uh, Let's keep it moving. Uh, yeah, keep, keep it moving because yeah, you gonna get started. That, that, yeah, that's my you should have got. I need to make it. 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 I need to so I'm going to read a little bit of the, um, I'm going to read just, just a few of the winners. So best female R&B pop artist, SZA won that. Um, best male R&B pop artist, Usher SZA and Chris Brown won. Any, I, guess any they, award. I guess they can win both, but both of them won. Um, best group, Drake and 21 Savage. Drake cool, but I mean. Um, what would you say? Best collaboration. Was Future Drake and Tim's Wait For You, which I totally agree with. That song was, is, is, is I think that's going to be a timeless joint. Um, best female hip hop artist, Lotto, she won that. Best male hip hop okay. artist, Ken, Kendrick Lamar won that. I don't know how, but. Yeah, nah, I don't agree with that nah, one. I don't, nah, shit, nah, I don't know how. Everybody like, nah, that, nah, okay. I think the consensus, yeah, general consensus, like, nah. Um, yeah. I listened to that joint. Nah, it should have been Nas, right? E. According to y'all, according to y'all, should have been. No, actually, he did. No, no. I'm playing. He did have a um a dope ass album, but I don't even know if he was nominated. Which I don't think he was nominated. Was he? Was he? I don't know. Sure. Crazy to me, bro. Video of the year is um Scissor Kill Bill. Anything Scissors in is a win. Video director of the year was Tiana Taylor. Oh, um, best new artist was Coco Jones, and uh, album of the year, of course, was Beyonce. Um, Ooh. and SZA. Oh. I guess they shared it. I don't know, oh. but I listened to the album, bro. It was dope. No, nah, SZA dope to me. SZA yeah. is dope. Beyonce. 
if I was deaf, SZA would be dope. Yeah, Beyonce be winning everything. I mean, I'm not hating. She dope Beyonce, and all that. Beyonce, Beyonce, God, damn, listen, that's popularity right there. Shit. We're not I trying mean, to get not, kicked bro. off a of pod bean, so we can't disrespect right. the. No disrespect, yeah, okay. God damn. I mean, you know the Beehive come out. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. the Beehive. Listen, but listen, but check it out. But check it out, guys. Listen, I'm I'm having marital problems. Okay, I'm not, I know you guys didn't ask me that, but I'm having really marital didn't. problems because. <laughs> Because I keep getting caught watching sexy red videos. Uh oh. Sexy a red, she weak as shit. I, I'm sexy watching, red. I keep getting caught watching sexy red, oh, and I keep God. getting caught watching um Ice Spice. Okay, Ice Spice. By accident, bro. Bro, it's the algorithm. I like bro, Ice it's Spice. It's the algorithm. I, you know, you know the phone stuff pop up, but it's just like, bro, Pal <laughs> like keeps popping man. up. You know did, what I mean? Uh, the ratchetry. Uh, yeah. What you say? Did y'all hear about um what Ice Spice got into or caused? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bro, Ice Spice. Oh, Ice. oh, oh, because a uh, little Uzi Vert was was yeah, talking yeah. with her, and then uh, uh, JT from the Ice City Spice. Girls. <laughs> bro, that's fall. not even. Yeah, man. She's a plant. She's an industry plant, y'all. You heard it here Ooh. first. Her Ooh. and Six Nine are industry plants. Ice, Ooh, ice Spice. Ice Spice. Her little song sound. Let me let me explain. She got a couple joints. She got a couple joints. Let me explain something to you. For her to come out of nowhere and blow up like that, what? she's got she signed somewhere. That's being worked. That record's being worked. Of course, she signed to oh, a yeah. major. Yeah. Have you, have you heard Pound? Have you heard Pound? Have you heard the, the oh words of Pound? Pound Town. That's on. I'm telling. Hey, look, I, that, I, yo, I like the ratchetry. I discovered Megan Thee Stallion when Megan Thee Stallion uh, eight man, years look. ago was doing that. What, 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 what? <laughs> hey, 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 Darius. Hey, hey Darius. Speak yeah. on your people. Uh, all these hey, people are 18 years old, just like you. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. That's great. Hey, hey, look. Let me tell you something. The only reason Ice Spice is even recognized. Is because after her song came out, people saw what she looked like. Her look made her songs better, in my personal opinion. I'm saying OnlyFans, man. That's good. I mean, yo. Yeah, just, you know, yeah, if she, you want to get your money right. that way. Listen, Pound Town. Did y'all, um. <laughs> no, church. You, no. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm sorry. You said sexy. Hey, T, she I'm go like, hard, T. Hey, 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 she go hard. Hey, Sukiana. Sukiana. Darius taking, taking me with him to go see Sukiana. We're going to see Sexy Red. You feel Man. me? Megan, Megan, you, too good for us. She can't do the do the ratchet. To our, no to our uh, women listeners, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, to hundreds said, of women, close said, to thousands said, of women's listeners, I am so sorry. There is, there is, bro. I'm shaking hey, my head. Hey, for hey, all stop acting like you ain't, you ain't coming with us. I'm picking you up. Nah, it's not sexy, Red. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> bro, I, I like the other ones, but no. Nah, you <laughs> like the other ones? I like EG County. Did y'all? Coming out, so y'all know that um Chadwick Bozeman is getting yeah. his um his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Do y'all care about that? Do y'all care about Hell yeah. people getting stars yeah, on the Walk huge. of Fame? That's okay. Good. That's Hell, it would have been you know? nicer when he was alive, though. I think it would have been. Of course, impactful. of course, but he probably would have got I mean, it if he was Hell alive. He got it eventually. Yeah. yeah, he just yeah, but... he was just young in the game, bro. But hell yeah, man! Like what he did that, was crazy, man. Yep. He made it seven was. films while he had cancer. That's yep. crazy, that's crazy nobody dog. Nobody and like knew. going to treatments, bro, and like getting getting wore down just by the treatments, and not telling anybody but who, just his girlfriend, right? Yeah, man. That's the only person that knew. Yeah, that's 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 crazy, but. But y'all man came came back though. Uh 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 what's your man Jonathan from Creed Mayors? Three? 
Jonathan Majors. Majors. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and, yeah, and, and yeah, he yeah, has yeah. proof, and it, I think, well, yeah, uh, he's saying him. he has proof that he didn't do what he was alleged, but Jonathan Mayers is a, um, an actor, for those who don't know, and Fine. he allegedly um, put hands on um, a white female, mm-hmm. and um, she reported it, but it's coming to service that uh, maybe mm-hmm. that she made up the whole thing, and yep. then people are talking about that. You know, women, guys get, you know, in this day and age, you're guilty until proven innocent instead of the opposite. Correct. And so once this came out, everybody, you know, he gets dropped from everything and all the yep. deals and stuff that he has. Mm-hmm. And they're saying that if it's a man, it's, it works different. But when these females lie, nothing mm-hmm. happens to them. And I think the first time okay. something happened to a female who lied was, um, was it Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Um, yeah, which was amazing. Yeah, he had yes. all the evidence yeah. in the world. And so now they're trying to, you know, have something happen to her. She might get arrested for lying. And I believe that. I mean, you can't just say somebody did something and you they didn't do it. And it's proved that they didn't do it. And you just get to walk away. Hey, and it's just nothing. E, so. Have you ever heard of a gentleman by the name of Christian Cooper? I've heard the name. I hope So Christian Cooper, I don't know if, if y'all remember this. I don't know if, how long ago exactly it was. But Christian Cooper was a bird watcher. He was in mm-hmm. Central Park, New York City. And he asked the lady, hey, lady, you know, you have your ki- your dog off the leash. Can you put your dog on a leash? Where it clearly oh, says, yeah. don't so have your dog on a leash. She didn't take kindly for the gentleman speaking to her in that fashion, which was polite. And she started saying, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And she called the police because she knew oh, what no. that would do. Right? Why bring up the- Christian Cooper? Guy. Correct. And she wasn't. And she clearly used that as a weapon. She wanted something to happen to him, right? She clearly lied. And if unless we had a video of the whole thing, we probably wouldn't be aware of it. Right? But clearly he was innocent. She was dealt with. And she's probably somewhere in another world, not given of what about what's going on, because she's irrelevant. You know he has a National Geographic show on Disney Plus. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Like it's huge. After this. Like, After, yeah, right now, just got released recently. Just what I do. It got recently, right? So, and that's because he had a video camera. If he didn't have that video camera, can you imagine what would have happened? What happens to everybody? <laughs> they they exactly. go with whatever the female says. And that's exactly. saying females don't get victimized. And that's saying that. No, I'm just saying. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Hey, hey, uh, can I can I just say something real real fast? Uh, do y'all do y'all do y'all? I, I thought you already did. Your, um, nah, you didn't ask me this. this, this nah. You doing it again? No, 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 no. no, no. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Uh, no, I'm specifically talking to Ag and, and T. Did yeah. y'all think oh, that I was gonna? Did, no, 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 no. Oh, watch this, E. Watch, watch this. So. Y'all think I'm not going to bring up the great, the God, Buster Rhymes. Getting, He's a great performer. Getting, getting, great performer. Getting, oh, I forgot. He getting, did get the Getting goal. recognized at the BET Awards, Lifetime Achievement. That's yeah, the guy, The guy that y'all drag from, he, he's, okay. a, he's a, okay. a hey. hip hop great. But don't, I mean, listen. Quote, listen, quote I, someone, listen I'm sorry. What, listen, what is, what is, what is, what is a, a, a banging, like, very lyrical song sound like from Bust? Listen, listen. Can, listen. You, can you recite one? Dude, I'm you not guys, trying to sound like Jim Jones guys, out here. But listen, name one. Oh, the, Just don't even, for, don't, kick don't a couple even bars. Mention, don't, one, two, listen, three, listen, A, B, C, listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanna, listen, you can you could take what you just said and, and just meditate on that and look <laughs> at the Lifetime Achievement Award winner. Buster Fantastic. Rhymes, one of the gods. 
That's all. That's all I wanted to say. That's now, all you wanted you know to say. He's a great bro, performer. That's all I wanted to say. The guy been great doing performer. it for thirty years straight. Yep. Right. It's 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 as far as hits. He's probably top five, top ten. The last thirty five years in this genre, and for and and for you guys to minimize my man. Luckily, but I I just I, I was real real quiet because I've been I've been saying it since we had the hip hop uh episode argument. But anyway, you guys saw shout shout out to Buster Rhymes. No, that's definitely. Not, that, he's not, a great performer. Buster Rhymes is amazing. And great he, performer. He deserved, and he deserved that. He put in uh um, kick a verse a though. Work, Let me, what does what does a Buster Rhymes verse sound like? Exactly? Listen, listen, say it. Listen, <laughs> rap listen, his verse. Listen, listen. Y'all don't think he yeah. got. AG, you don't think he... Say it out loud. I, no, I promise I you. Say it out loud like a normal the... human being. But that's and you'll see how ridiculous this sounds. People, but that's he's a, a great performer. People. Great music. That's a that's a lot of people. It's 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 a lot of artists. Yeah, yeah. true. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like so... all the rappers from the '80s sound just like that. Look at the '80s. Oh shit! No, no, oh, no, see no, it's not like you don't got cool to rap out here. Hey, y'all got no Darius. Hey, bro, Darius is who? Who? They did not know how to rap back then. Right. Oh, they did not know how to rap. Hey, 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 do you hear this man? Just, just play a play a rap song from the eighties. You know what I'm saying? Listen to Rockin' hey, 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 Follow the Leader. Ill Street Blues by Cool G Rap. Oh my goodness. Have you heard of these artists before? Hey, Darius, you was yeah, doing I mean, real yeah. good. You was doing real good. <laughs> Those artists were okay. All right, that's it for the for, for the Rap Moon podcast. Today. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of your hosts, bro. AG. Hey bro. Yeah, hey, hey bro. The music. Hey bro, hey bro. He, he over there having a good time, bro. He got, it. He got his drinks out. He got the honey packs falling out of his pocket. He over there. He over there real comfortable. <laughs> And he got the honey pack. He got the honey he got pack. The honey pack. He got the honey packs on deck, bro. He's like, what time is the show over? You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Don't hey. me this. We talked about this. Hey, you know, you know. <laughs> hey, you know, we could debate about that all day. But um, so, you know, the, the, that was a crazy story that came out. Um, It was last week, right? So it was a it was a lady at a, at a it looks like it was a carryout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um. And there was a guy, and she got in an argument uh, with the guy. I don't know how the argument started, but the guy punched her, was punching her like a dude. Wow. Her son wow. comes in with a gun and shoots the guy in the back. The guy runs out the store. They run out the store, and the 14-year-old shoots him again, and the guy passes away, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, when it first came out, they arrested the mom, and they arrested the son. And, you know, people were like, you know, he defended his mom. That's what anybody would do. Mm-hmm. And they actually dropped the charges. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they dropped the charges because they're saying that they didn't really have enough evidence saying that, I guess, the 14-year-old was malicious in what he did. And also, the gun was registered, and it was, it, it was a legal gun. And okay. so they dropped the charges, and it consists on um, social media is that that's what uh, the guy got what he deserved. Mm. And so what I want to do real quick is just pose the question to you all, and you all put yourself in that position. Um, you have a legal gun. You're in a mm-hmm. restaurant. You got to try to think about being 14, mm-hmm. which is going to take, I know for Trey, that's going to be hard to think back that far. But try to put your mind <laughs> in, in, yeah, the, in, the, in the age of a 14-year-old. <laughs> and instead of the straight face, too, man, with the waist. Got to go back to the 80s. The waist. <laughs> <goodness. laughs> 
and so um if you see your mom you know if you see your mom getting hit by a grown man i think for me i and i have a gun my reaction probably gonna be the same thing Uh, do y'all do you guys think that he the the fourteen year old was right in what he did, or do you think that he should have handled it a different way? What you think, T? Uh, I don't blame the fourteen year old. I do blame his mother for. Uh, mm. Okay, you shot you shot the guy one time. Cool. I blame his mother for for then inciting him to kill the man. Okay. So that's that's that. I mean, I get it. If I'm the kid, I kill him too, most likely. But I don't like the fact that his mom is encouraging the behavior. Mm-hmm. I feel you. What'd you say, Trey? Oh, go ahead, Derek. Um, so, I mean, I think you know, I'm 14 years old. I'm I'm going to shoot that guy, especially yes. after seeing him physically abuse my mother. And these ain't some soft punches he throwing. Exactly. He, he hit her like a yeah. Exactly. He trying to knock her out. So, I mean, of course, I'm, I'm going to defend my mother. Um, and to piggyback what, what, what T said, um, I feel like it, in the mom's defense, once you're in that situation and someone assaults you, you're going to want to one-up that person. You want to kill that person. Yep. So I feel like if she had the gun on her, she would have killed him. Mm-hmm. So in order to protect herself, she told her son to finish the job. Mm-hmm. And, mm. and honestly... If if it was your mom or your grandma getting hit, yep. they're going to tell you the same thing. They're going to tell you, yep. be be his ass till you can't no more yeah. until he's done. <laughs> should, like they're going to want something. They're going to have to wonder whatever happened to them. So that's just my point. What you yeah, think, Trey? AJ? Trey, what you think, Trey? Bro, hey, what you got to say, bro? Let me tell you something real, real quick, right? So I get, I get like. I get like triggered by like cer- certain things, right? Like, you know, harm done to like little kids. Mm-hmm. And like, yo, I couldn't even finish watching the video when he was winding up to hit her. I had to turn it off because that, like, me growing up and, and, and being around abusive situations. I don't, I don't, I don't know if those two things connect, but I know right. as a 44 year old black man, bro. I will spaz the fuck out on on on, on homeboy. I'm not gonna sit there. I'm not gonna stand there and watch him hit her. You see what I'm saying? So you had people that was that was walking out the joint, and and guess what? I'm not I'm not gonna judge them. You feel what I'm saying? But you sitting there recording a grown ass woman get right. hit by a grown ass right. man, bro. Right. And right. that and 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 it's like us as voyeurs, we can you know we can say what we say, but we gotta also think about. That fourteen-year-old man was that fourteen-year-old boy was out with his mother just to get some food, mm-hmm. and what 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 he already has to deal with in his own neighborhood in the streets mm-hmm. of Chicago, song, where you gotta yeah. ride around with that shit, right? And mm-hmm. you just going to get something to eat, and then you see this crazy-ass dude spazzing out on your mother, like bro, he has to deal with that with counseling the rest of his life, probably. Yeah, true. With with oh, therapy. How yep. how is how is he supposed to have a future, have a job? This is always going to be on on the internet. Like this is yep. always going to be yep. there. But as far as how do I feel about it, homie should have kept his goddamn hands to himself. Period. Nah, if he didn't hit it, if if he didn't touch that boy's mother, he'll be, you know what I'm saying, walking around. True. Well, um, 
Y'all ready to get into tonight's topic? Okay, go ahead. How you know, AJ, what you think, brother? I was, I'll make it quick because you you touched on a lot. Um, you know, what did this woman do or say to this man that made him want to hurt her that bad? What exactly happened that is going to compel someone to say, you know what? I need to put hands on you in this way. And he, think, he he was saying it. He was announcing it. But the way he put hands on her was no, no, like, like I know that's what I'm saying. Gas. Like you can't. Right. If someone wow. like the only time you know physical force is excusable is when you're defending yourself. And I don't think you know like you can walk away from the situation. Just hold the L. That's it. Like if she says something disrespectful, just walk away. If she was completely wrong and you decided that you felt you were going to do right, you did wrong. And like you said, Trey, that young man did exactly what he was supposed to do, which was defend his mother. That's what happens. It's a fight. There are no rules in a fight. It's one of us is going to stop because the other one isn't moving anymore. Period. Point blank. Because that man was trying to knock her head off. I didn't see the video. Because similar bro. to you, Trey, I can't watch stuff like that. Bro, but he, you know, he the reality of it, it's wild, wild west out here. If y'all ain't noticed, there's going to be incidents where somebody's going to do or say something and they're no longer going to be here. That's what you're going to see on a daily basis. This is not going to be the isolated incident. It's going to be the norm, unfortunately, because it's already the norm. You hear about stuff like this all the time, like the Uber driver getting shot in the back of his head because the lady thought he, she was, was being kidnapped to take to Mexico. And this that's a regular like route. All the time. That's a regular route. But nah, I digress, man. man. It's It's sick. Other no, way, either is. way, you slice to the sick, and I hope that the family's okay, and that the young man who did the right thing gets the support and help that he requires, so he can live a very normal life or as normal as he can. And we'll leave it at that. That's yeah. that's a good um, that that's a good way to look yeah. at it. We're gonna get into tonight's topic, and tonight's topic is dream chasers, man. And um, and we have a, a guest, Darius, on here, who's going to tell us just about um, he actually wrote a book, but we he's going to talk about how he even got to the point of writing the book, which is a super big accomplishment, man. So we just got we get, we just got some questions for you, man. And T Street, okay. take it away. All right. All right, I guess uh, the best place to start is at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your upbringing. What's the origin story of Darius, the author? Um, so growing up, uh, born in Virginia, raised in PG County most of my life um you know growing up with a, a single mom um and a father who you know gets in arguments and court battles and all that nonsense and drama that goes with that um my upbringing was pretty decent um you know um up until i want to say about high school um and once i got to high school I kind of like <clears throat> really opened up my eyes to how my mom was and how my father was and the things I used to see that I couldn't really process at the time. Um, you know, it, it started to get a little difficult in high school. Um, I was playing football in high school, um, but never took grades serious um, because I really never had any structure at home, uh, any real discipline. Um, graduated high school, got a football scholarship to the University of Charleston in West Virginia. Um, that didn't work out. Tore my PCL and lateral meniscus, so 
I was done. Um, got kicked out of college for not making my grades. Uh, and then to, you know, fast forward to there, um, to kind of like where I'm at now, back in 2020, um, I never really, uh, you know, like the reading, writing stuff like that. So, uh, working at the job I'm at now, we have a lot of free time. And, uh, that's really where I began getting into books and, uh, reading. So, um, that's just a little origin, you know, try to summarize it. Okay. So came up, found out, you know, learn on your own, your issues between the parents and how you felt about the situation. Uh, does mm-hmm. anybody have any questions about, about what he just said? Yeah. My, my thing is, so what, what, what was it about books that uh, drew you in? Um, if it wasn't a passion of, of yours uh, before football? Um, so when I read my first book, I could just, picture everything like the author wrote really well so I could just picture everything that was happening and like I just found myself you know keep wanting to turn to the next page and the next page and it got to the point where to finish this today so you know so you you said you were reading a book a day you expect me to to believe that or like Uh, how are you reading a book a day Oh, honestly, um, so <laughs> one of my coworkers, you know, she found out, you know, I was, I was really into reading, so okay. she bought me a bunch of books. So yeah. that's I, a I nice coworker. Had, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to make sure you shout them out in the, in the, <laughs> shout, in the forward or something. Yeah, like, you know, uh, uh, dedicating the book. Shout out, shout, shout out to Austin. You know, if she listening, you know, Austin. Oh. She 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 gave me a whole bag of books. So, um, that's when I really started to read a book a day, and um. I did that for a, a little while, um, and then it got to the point where I had to start buying more books. And these books can get expensive, so my uh, reading once oh, a day, yeah. yep. come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You okay. ever heard of you ever heard of the Libby app? That's essentially you have the library, your local library, digitally. So you're able to check out books digitally. So if you're reading that much, you might want to look into that, and, and viewers and listeners as well great app because I, I think we need to start reading more so thank you for being on the show and you know letting Appreciate us know about you. insensitive and am i saying that correctly the title of your yes book, insensitive. insensitive yes so how did you go from like you read these books right that obviously are inspired mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. how did you say okay you know what the people need to hear this story why this story and why now um so um this story right here it was one that I had thought of uh, back in 2020. Um, at first, um, because I'm really into like urban fiction kind of books, um, okay. I uh, at first I just wanted to write about sex. I just want to have okay. a book just about sex. So as I was okay. writing, I was like, I, I want it to be a little bit more meaningful. Um, so I kind of, you know, switched the plot around because I already had the characters and all that. Um, and, and, and then I kind of, you know, touched into like what happened to me and what I've been seeing around. So I based my book off of, um, how parents affect their children's lives based off the decisions they make. So I wanted to write a story around that and have my, each character, um, deal with different problems depending on the kind of parent they have. 
Gotcha. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to have some meaning in my first book. And, uh, you know, not only it be good and have a drama, a uh, plot twist, but people can really think about, you know, each character. So, so Darius, gotcha. that's dope. did, um, I had a question. So did, did you, uh, is writing something that you've always done? Like, were you writing as a child and then you just developed it and kept going? Or is it something that you start doing out of the blue? So growing up, never liked to read i never liked to write like at all period Interesting. um it wasn't until 2020 that i read my full book my first full book through and through that my first time ever i hate to read that um that was called slick by brenda hampton okay. um so yeah it wasn't until i read that first book and <laughs> that's basically how that, how that happened well, how did you even go about getting, you know, started? Because, you know, if, you, if you're getting ready to write, I mean, you just start doing it like a journal type thing or you just you did you get the characters first and then the storyline? Like, how did you even start it? So I started with characters. I wanted to have a good list of character names. Um, and then once I got the names, I went into giving them background and figuring out how they're like connected and uh how i want to form my storyline so um after that um i just basically just sit down i have my journal and i just write i just start writing the story whatever comes to my mind i just write down and it really only takes me about i want to say 30 minutes to come up with everything i want to happen in the book wow wow yeah is that normal now, I don't, I don't know too much about writing a book, but is that um, like within that short so, amount of time? No. Um, it usually takes people weeks or months to figure out where they want to go with the book. A lot of people just, you know, freelance write. They just write and then they edit. I'm a okay. person that, like, writes and edits in my mind first. Okay. And I just come up with a, a whole um, plot and everything for my books. So are all of these characters fictitious or are some of them based or, or, or loosely based on people that you know and, and, and their situations? Um, all my characters are random. It, it, it's, it's nothing to do with okay. personal life or anybody I know. They're all random. But I do use, like, the language I hear from, like, my friends or something or people I know to try to implement that in characters to make them different and give them personality. So I would say, like, I would probably use, like, somebody's speech for one of my characters. Mm, gotcha. You know, yeah, so. Yeah, I hear that's the hardest part of writing is the dialogue. That's yes. From other writers, you know, they might have, like, conversation. they'll have an idea of, you know, beginning, middle, and end, but just that conversation, it tends to be the hardest part. Yes, because um, each character has their own person personality, so you have to make the conversation realistic. Right. And, Got you know, it. unless you, you've been around a lot of people and know how different people talk and interact, you're not going to be able to do that. That's dope. That's dope. What you got, T? I have a, uh, I have a geeky question hey. about, the write, about your writing process. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I deem myself as a writer. I write poetry. We have okay. E. E's a writer. He's a, he's a rap extraordinaire. Oh. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I would like to know <laughs> what's what's your writing process? Is it is it uh turn the lights off and get busy, grab your vice, whatever Money your vice of choice may be, 
and, and get and get started with, with your writing, please explain. Um, first, when you say vice, do you mean alcohol? Yes. Because I was about to say that's an old thing to say, but anyway, right? <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. And that's hey. Get the, the power. <laughs> Get the sound effects, E. Not going to be too many of those old jokes. Oh, man. Hilarious. So, as far as 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 my writing process, um, first, I would just, you know, sit down anywhere and just, I have my my journal with me and I just write Uh, different stories that come to mind. I just write and I just start writing. Um, now I find like a, a creative space or a silent space to actually write. So, um, I just usually sit at the table. I play my jazz music in the background. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. I listen to jazz, you know that. Oh, so, oh, so, okay. You gotta have my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I got that's some old guy stuff. Midnight. That's some old guy stuff in that play boy. Some of that yeah, Donald so. Burr, some of that Mangus, you dig? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just uh, have that playing in the background, and uh, that really, like, uh, gives me a sense of calmness to where I can really, you know, tap into my mental and be able to start writing. So that's what I do now. So once you wrote the book, well, so two things. How long mm-hmm. did it take you in total to write it? And then... And then um, after that, once you write it, you had to get somebody to edit it, correct? Yes. Okay. And so how long was the process from when you started writing the book to the full completion of it? Okay. So I started writing the book back in 2020. It mm-hmm. took me, uh, I'll say, a year and a half to actually finish the book. Okay. Wow. Um, and honestly, I would have been finished sooner if I wasn't writing other books and doing other stuff. Oh, so nice. yeah, I could have finished way sooner. Um, so after, you know, just finished writing the book, it probably took me about six months to edit. So I was going to, um, hire someone to edit it for me, but I got in contact with a couple of people and they charge, most of them charge one cent per word. So wow. yeah. So my book was, is about 84, 85,000 words. So I was like, it's not going to make sense for me to pay somebody all this money. I can just edit it myself. It's my work. I know what I put into it. I know what I wrote. Right. So um, that's when I got into editing. So I probably edited my book. I probably say close to like 10 times. Wow. Yeah. So um, when did you know? So I I knew it was done um, once I printed out my manuscript. I read it, um, I edited that, and then uh, reprinted it, read it again, because it's good to read stuff on paper rather than on a computer, because yep. words start to look the same after a while, and they're yes, going to look how, you, how your mind is thinking them. Yep. So, yeah, so um, got a second manuscript, started reading that, um, and honestly, after about, like, the 10th time of me editing, I, I felt like it was complete. Then it was to the point where I need to put this in an actual book mm-hmm. and give it to people so they can be able to read because they can see things that I can't see. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, so that's how I, you know, you know, edit my stuff myself and got to this point. 
Okay, I have a question. During during mm-hmm. the what, let's say three years now for you preparing mm-hmm. the book and you're gearing up for the release come July first, correct? Yes, July first. Okay. What's your longest period of time since you started where you experienced writer's block? Or have you at all? Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I'll say the longest time I had writer's block was probably about I'll probably say like three or four months. Wow. Um, and it it was partly because I didn't know what I wanted to write. I'd probably say about 5%, honestly, um, because when I sit down and start typing, I, I'm good. So um, I'll say it's about 5% of me not knowing what to write and 95% of me letting outside stuff distract me on my on my goal yeah Mm, okay Mm. so that i i would contribute that to my writer's block um not being able to put enough time in to actually finish the product and and you mentioned your process before as far as isolating yourself having the jazz in the background what other things Mm -hmm. are you doing to keep away from distractions because obviously that's the biggest hurdle of your um Yes, yes. Um, so I just try to limit any kind of um drama that can possibly come in my life. Um, and I just try to stay positive and uh happy and excited about the product that I'm about to get put out because um I mean, as you all know, a lot of black men deal with depression. And you know, sometimes I get points in my life where I'm unhappy about it, the littlest thing and it can just put me in this depressed state of mode. So I try to, you know, way away from that and, you know, think positive and happy about the stuff I have going on in my life. Yeah, uh so it's it's a it's a it's a black uh he's a writer. His name his name is uh James Hanahan and 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 you mm-hmm. What you what you're saying is is what he kind of spoke about when he talked about the things that we have to block out to hear your own voice as right. as a writer, like yeah. you locking in, right. right? And 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 so with with people that are trying to get to that to that to that deep work, like getting into that deep work, right? Mm-hmm. Like what you do naturally people people pay other people to try to show them how to do that right? right like 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 you you getting into that deep work process like a person like me it loosely comes but i'll have to go read about it i literally wrote i, I literally read a book called deep work right mm-hmm. where i have to understand how people could get into a process that you can get into naturally so right. so when you feel that you're in those depressed states and you can identify it what mm-hmm. what what is your response time what wh- how, how long do you do you stay there and what do you do to get get yourself out to get back into your your writing process mode um so um when i'm dealing with stuff like that um it's best for me to do things that I know make me happy. So that's why I'm in semi-pro football. That's why I've been playing football because 
when I'm on the football field, it helps me, you know, clear my mind. It is is where I'm where I feel happiest at. Got it. And where I can really express the feelings that I, you know, feel like I can't express all of the time. So, you know, and I just to to and and how long does it last? Um, before when I really didn't know how to handle it, it was weeks. Like I, I would be in a funk. Um, but now I can pretty much give myself a couple of days and I'm I'm restarted. I'm I'm good to go. Okay. Um you know, so I just try to, you know, once I, I try to recognize the trigger mm. as soon as possible and then be able to attack it and and, and deal with it. Actively did, did you know you were going through it? When you were going through it, like, did you know when you were in that zone or in that depressed state, did you recognize it or did it take um, time to recognize Like, wow, hold on. Something is not right. Yeah. Um, so I pretty much recognize it as soon as it happens because I'm a very, you know, um, joyful person, okay. always smiling and always happy. Um, and when I feel myself not feeling that way, I, I I know that, you know, this depression is 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 coming on basically. Like gotcha. it, it it's about to happen. Okay. Gotcha. That's dope. Wow, man. Thank you for sharing. Cause I, I don't think a lot of us when we go through that, we just feel like something's off, but we don't put a name to it. So, you know, mm-hmm. I can see why you chose writing because you have to be self aware. Right. You have to know what's going on inside and how it translates to outside. So right. you know, that's 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 heavy. Yeah, I would um, say to start something and to finish it, um, to some, if I mean, that's an amazing feat. There's a lot of yeah. people who talk about wanting to do things in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. there's, a, there's a lot of people who start doing things in life, but there's not many people that complete uh, things. And for you to actually start the process of writing a book and mm-hmm. actually finishing it, um, that says a lot about you. And, um, and and that means that you uh, you have a gift, you know, and, and an actual calling. Absolutely. And um, so if you wrote one book, I know you can write two, three, four. Exactly. So I know it's going to You heard him, right? <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> you said he had other books. Um, yeah, my next one will be out at the end of the year. So Dang, look at that. Back to back. You look, yeah. <laughs> you're like DMX dropping two albums in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, that's yeah. awesome. So I don't like you know. I don't think he knows who DMX is, but go ahead. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, another old, old <laughs> to, uh, reference, right? <laughs> hey, question for you, Darius. Why, why Insatiable? Why the title and, and you know... Insensitive. You... I'm, so, I'm sorry. Insensitive. It's not bad. a Prince song. The Prince song is Insatiable. <laughs> my bad. His book is Insensitive. <laughs> okay, so what, what made you name it Insensitive? Um, so, um, at first, I just wanted the title to be... Um, capturing to the eye like when you read it i want you to like be able to grab want to grab it like you have to have that connection so um i i wrote down a few names um didn't work out so i pretty much just sat and just thought about it it took me about 30 45 minutes and i was like i wanted to be called insensitive because at the time that's how i felt the emotion in my book and what my characters were portraying Okay, so, you know, so I was like, insensitive would be a great name, but I was like, I want it still to be different. So, uh, you know, insensitive is spelled I-N-S-E-N. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. So I figured my book has a lot of deceit, yep. um, drama, um, affairs, all that. So I just thought of the word sin. Let me just change that the E to I. Yep. And That's I just clever. thought like, yes. And once I wrote it down, I said, yes, this is the one. Um, so, I just had that that feeling. So you got the book. You wrote it all together. How'd you get into the business of publishing? Um, so, um, shout out to my mentor, Blunt, uh, Sandra Blunt. Uh, she, uh, she, that's Captain Marvel, yes. by the way. That's Captain Marvel. Yeah, she, <laughs> um, she just told me about her process of how she, uh, published her first book. Okay. So, um, you know, she, she put me onto Amazon, um, and how they have this uh, site called KDP, um, where it takes you step by step of how to publish your book step by step so um yes once i got on there um it really didn't take long for me to you know actually get it published yeah because that's the i think that's the hardest talk um part of the book writing process as well as that now that you have a product how do you mm-hmm. get it out there and right. you know, the, the publishing piece tends to be the hard because you have to go through some people want to go the traditional route right they go into the to the regular, you know, publishing houses, and then you have to work with agents, and then they start scrutinizing your book, which is mm-hmm. like your baby, right? That's your child. Right. Last right. thing you want is someone that is just looking at it from the business standpoint and say, oh, you need to add this, you need to subtract this. So I, I think self-publishing makes the most sense. Um, mm-hmm. How, Besides going on this outstanding podcast named The Rec Room, how are yeah, you Shout out to on? y'all. Hey, thank you. Hey. How can we help hey, promote? Hey. Yeah. Hey, AG. Hold on one second, because you, the, the, the question that you just asked, asked the young man was about the publishing. Correct. Yep. Let yep. me let me let me just let me just break down a, 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 a real a real quick number. And then you just finish that. Yeah, no, go it ahead. Says, it says within within the book publishing industry, it mm-hmm. is agreed that the odds of an author getting their work published stands between one percent and two percent. Wow. Despite mm-hmm. despite this low number, more than ninety five percent of manuscripts received by publishers and agents are below the level of standard required. So wow. think about all of the people who write, right? Millions of people, right? Yep. One mm-hmm. between one and two percent actually get their work published. So that's a testament to to what Darius. No, has been. absolutely. Ahead, that's, mm-hmm. you know that's that's why I brought that up because. You know, to write the book is a challenge within itself, but to actually right. have it come out, to have a release, that mm-hmm. that is, you know, on top of the fact that it took you a year, year and a half to write this, you know, the amount of time and effort that it takes to, to you know, publish it and get it out and market it, that right. within itself is is work. Right. Yes. To, yes. To edit it, to edit it, your, no, man, your, edit yourself it. is dope. I mean, that's crazy. What was it like? Eighty four hundred that they were coming back at if it's one cent. I think if my yeah. math, math mm-hmm. is not wrong. Eighty four, bro. That's that's why you know self made, self contained ownership is the way because every time yeah. that book is sold, you get X amount, which is amazing, yeah. and you're getting Absolutely. a lion's share. And, and everybody knows yes. on this podcast, we stress ownership, we stress yes, exclusivity. Um, no, so like, what what are you doing? How can we help get the word out? And, and what are you doing to get the word out for the book? Um, so I um right now I'm throwing my book release party. Um, it's going to be July first at a nice. Five Sisters nice. uh, restaurant and lounge in Lower Maryland. Hey. Um, 
from seven to nine. Uh, I just been putting the word out on uh, just my social media. So I created, a, I already have an Instagram, but I created a new Instagram for my author account. Uh, created, and what's that? Uh, the, uh, my IG is uh, Darius the Author. At Darius the Author. Um, and, you know, I just had a lot of my friends, you know, just follow me. Uh, reshared uh, my post about my book flyer. Um, so I just been mainly on social medias. Um, I do have a couple of things in the works. Um, actually, uh, may you'll notice uh, at my job, I'm in July. I should be having a book signing there nice. at my job. There you go. Um, That's dope. Yeah. So I was talking to some people about that. Um, and then I plan on, you know being at a lot of these pop-ups or vendor fairs and, you mm-hmm. know, going out there and just selling my books in person. That's beautiful. I, absolutely. Yep, that's and, how you're hustling, and, bro. Yep. And let me just add to that real, real quick, just, just for some substance for the, for the listeners. Um, just what, what the percentage of the population that are writers, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it says, it says the percentage of the U S population that are writers are is 0.03%. Good night. So, yeah. so you're in that percentile, but that's not even talking about self-editing. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, crazy. so that's a gift. That's that's just one of your gifts. That's just one of your gifts. That's in your tool bag, bro. That you just pulled out and just you just you just executed it, right? Mm-hmm. So I want I want I want I, I wanted to add that. T T, what, what you got? T. I want to bring it back. Let's take it back, uh, if you don't mind me, get to get a little personal. Mm-hmm. Tell us, tell us about some of your meaningful, meaningful, intimate relationships, or they don't have to be meaningful. But tell us about your journey with your love life. Um. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, uh, eight I guess, baby mamas. Hey. <laughs> only got seven. Like Whoa, no, but, no. Um, okay. good man. My bad, my bad, my bad. Playing. My, my bad. Spread the love. <laughs> yeah. Man has a lot of love to give, that's all. <laughs> so um, I've really only been in two serious relationships in my life. Um, I'm in one right now as we speak. Shout out to my girlfriend, Monet, if you're listening. You know, um, hey. so we, we've been, when, been together for five years, going on six, anniversary, July 20th. Not so, married. Right. Um, <laughs> So, you know, before that, um, I was with uh, my daughter's mother. Um, we were together for a couple years uh, out of high school. Um, and, you know, that's it. Oh, you, you sound kind of, you know, your voice tone changed. You hear how he said mother? You hear how he said baby mother. Hey, hey. What's the deal behind that? Oh, uh, we... It, whew, things just didn't work out. Um, you know, as far as like cheating wise and stuff like that. Um, oh, oh, so watch out. You know, so we broke up when my daughter was about six months old. Okay. So, and my daughter's about to turn ten. So, um, oh, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so you know that just situation didn't work out, and of course, you got the baby mama drama after. You know, you break up, and it was just a lot for a couple of years with that. So, well, let me ask you um, something, Darius. Well, now that I mean, now that you're saying that, so do you think, um, in the future, do you think that you will tell like, um, 
what I would say, books based on uh, life events, or you want to stick with the, uh, you know, the stories where the characters and that, you know, they may not be real mm-hmm. characters. Do you think you would ever go into telling uh, real stories, or that's not really your lane? Um. So. I feel like right now, starting off, I think I'll stick with my fictional stories. Mm-hmm. But you know, later on in life, um, later on, later on, you know, years down the line, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't mind writing something that's um, based off my life and what I've been through because I have a very interesting story to tell. So, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to the things that I've been through. Um, so you know, I I want to roll it out. So. So with that, what what were your what were your struggles, man? Like 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 after you got out of that relationship, um, and because we have a lot of young men who listen to this show, who do have dreams, who do have goals, uh, mm-hmm. but 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 their relationship probably with their child or their children's mother does not work work out. What would you say? How can you speak to some of the struggles that you had, and as being a single father, and how you uh, made a positive uh, out? impact out of them um so um i would say to to kind of for the guys to recover out of a a a relationship with your child's mother um i would just say think about not only your future um but the future you want to have with your child because Mm -hmm. no matter what you know about 98 percent of the time if i'm correct the child is going to go with the mom so I would just, yeah, 98% of the time, if my math is correct. Wow. And I did a little research on here before I came up here because I listened to y'all before. Y'all, y'all do y'all research. So Absolutely. I got a little fast <laughs> here. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so um, I would say, you know, just think about your future. And I, I feel like always put your child first. And, yep. and, and, and no matter what decisions or how you're feeling, Put the child first. Think about what the child may need and how it would yeah. affect them. So I would say that would be the best way to get out of that situation. Um, and what was your next question? Uh, uh basically, but yeah, no, you 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 answered it great. Just not how are you not allowing that to stop you? And plus, as far as you lightly touched on your parental situation with with your own parents. Um, is, is that something that, that you actively deal with now or is that a big part of your life and, and does that affect your process going, going forward as, as a professional writer? Um, so to, um, that situation doesn't affect me at all. Like it used to around the time when like it first happened. Um, I've just become way more mature and, um, way more responsible and level-headed. So I just know how to deal with that situation. Um, and, you know, like I said before, I deal with it best because I know my daughter loves me. So I don't want to do anything to, to tarnish, you know, what she sees in me in her eyes. So um, I always think about her no matter what. So that's that situation cannot affect me. So, um and I would say, as far as my parents go, um, I just think that when the situations first happen, um, 
it did affect me real me- mentally, of course. Um, but now that I've kind of moved on from those relationships and, you know, I came to realize that I'm good in life. I'm happy. I'm a good person. Um, I just feel like they're missing out on a good son. Wow. You know, so um, I really just started to like believe in myself and, you know, um, you know, just trying to make myself happy based on my situations. So Darius, I got uh, I got one last question for you, right? And on the part, we try to, you know, we always try to give um, advice and and um, and 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 on something uh, super positive. So, you know, the the episode is titled "Dream Chasers," and um, mm-hmm. and I just know a lot of people that have dreams, and and they they scared to chase them, or they or they or they don't, or they don't have the opportunity, or they don't mm-hmm. make time. So to see somebody young, youthful who's chasing their dream, do you have any advice to anybody else that uh, has dreams but just don't know how to go about chasing them? Um, do you have any advice for any other you? Yeah, yes, I have some advice. And uh, I just want to hit y'all with a little statistic real quick, if, if, if I can. Do um, you please. So according to the Wealth Research Group uh, back in 20, 2016, um, they reported that 98% of people will die without fulfilling their dreams. 98% of people. So I would say that to, to people who have a dream, um, even if it's small, I would say just push yourself to achieve it. Give yourself a, a timeline, write down goals to try to achieve it. Um, just anything. And I would say, no, no matter how ridiculous you think your dream may be, um, how outrageous and it can never happen, I would say to start. Just just start. Don't doubt yourself. Just start. And then once you start, finish. It's really simple. Once you start, execute. finish. Execute that. Thing. Execute, yes. So just fi- finish and, and achieve your goal because you're going to have a lot of dreams in, in life and, and go. Looks like we'll come right back. Yeah. Okay. His phone, his phone probably dropped a little bit. Okay. Yeah. It's all good. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. You're yeah, my back. bad. My, my daughter was yeah. calling me. My bad. No worries. You, you <laughs> good. That's important. Hey, hey, she said, Daddy, heard the she said, Daddy, wrap yeah. it up. She said, wrap it she up, man. She heard the pod. She heard the pod. So, um, but no, to uh, continue what I was saying, um, I would just say start with, with, with your, your little goals. Finish your little goals first and then work on the big ones because when you work on your little, goal, your little goals, you're going to come up with... Um, certain habits that you're going to need for your ultimate goal so my little habits that i had were, were reading and then I, once i read I, I read again to process and really become professional and then i started writing and i started writing more professional so just work on little goals and your little goals will help you achieve the big goal and my big goal was completing my book, Insensitive, coming out Amazon July 1st. 
Oh, right. yeah. And, and what's the Instagram right. one more time? What's the Instagram it's, one more time? Instagram is Darius the Author. Darius the Author. Bet. All right, Trey, t- take it away with, with hey, who in the building. Bruh, bruh. Hey, first of all, bro, you, you, you crushed that. You crushed that. You crushed that out. Appreciate right you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right, Playboy. This is who we got. Bro, they be killing me with these 17 letter names, but it's all good. It's all good. We're about to get it in. All right, so we have EMP JREDX in the studio. Okay, we got we got we got pretty reds in the studio. I think I know who that is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got we got we got QCX JUGIC in the studio with us. We got NYVYITNB in the studio. We got dope. We got dope in the studio. That's one name. I like dope. that. You dope. dope. We got we got we got we got we got TDGT, HGCA. Hey, y'all got to put y'all real names. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stop yeah. playing. Game. We got a lot of people, yeah. man. We got a lot of people, man. We got a lot of people, man. We got we got we got QCX JUGIC. I see. We got we got Grace Woman MA in the studio. Grace Woman MA. We got uh who who else we got in here? We got we got Nicole Mayfield hey. in the studio with us. Shout out to We got and we got Laguna. We got that's Laguna cool in here. We we got a we got a packed show. We in here. Well that's what's okay, up, okay, man. Okay. I like the uh I, I like I like to thank Darius for even for joining us, man. Um super dope. Appreciate that you, know you for book. having me, really. Something Appreciate um, you. This is the 20, 21st episode, and as I always say, you can uh, catch the episodes on anywhere that pods are available. Uh, please check out our YouTube page, The Rec Room Pod. Subscribe to the YouTube page. We will be shooting the episodes in person really soon. It's like every time I cross a hurdle, another one comes. But that just means that's something great is it, about to come about. Happening. Yeah, and, um, So just looking that's forward to that. And uh, thank you again, Darius. And, um, Appreciate you. Hopefully, y'all have me back one day. Absolutely. For sure, for sure, man. For sure, for sure man. For sure. Hey, hey Darius. Hey, T, now, now all of a sudden, your mic is super right? loud, bro. That's crazy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it must be a short. Maybe I got a short. Like, you super loud and clear now, bro. But go ahead. <laughs> but, Darius, can, can you uh, give us your age, please? I am 28 years old. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Okay. Close to 30. I thought you talking uh, like you 19 or something, man. You, know, <laughs> you, you, you almost 32. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> but, uh, but that's what's up, man. And uh, we catch y'all the next time. Peace. All right, All right, appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace.